Hello, this is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to Dishing with Stephanie's Dish, where I am frankly uh, broadcasting today from my little cabin in the Northwoods in Ely. We have a cabin that was built in the 1970s. That's my husband's family's cabin. And about 15 years ago, he built a little like 10 by 10 sort of square. And it's very adorable. It has a queen size bed in it. It has a lamp that he made. It has a chair and then these like two French doors that open onto a beautiful patio that's up high that overlooks the lake. And that is where I am and I have been a lot of the times this summer. Um, basically in the summer, the way that this works is my husband and I sold our business a couple years ago and he retired, but he started a writing career. So he has written three books. He just finished his fourth And you guys, he finally has gotten an agent and it's a real live New York agent. So he's very excited. What that basically means is he will be working with this agent on polishing up this book and then she will spend the fall trying to sell it to a publisher. And then it takes about another year before it actually gets published and cross your fingers, hopefully into a bookstore. But for him, who's basically for about three years now, just been working on writing, it is very gratifying, very um, big day for him when he got the letter from the agent and the contract. He was so excited. So that's all been really, really fun. Um, So he's been working on that. And basically in the summer, he comes up to the cabin and lives pretty much with his mom. And then I come up on the weekends. I come up after I do the weekly dish radio show on my talk 1071 from nine to 11 on Saturdays. Then Steph and I, my radio partner, we do a podcast and then we come up and I spend Saturday night here, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then I usually go home Wednesday and work at home Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's nice because I have the reverse commute. But I tell you what, and again, this is not meant to complain because literally like these are first world problems, but it is weird to be in the freelance world because a lot of the work that I do is social media. I do podcasting. I'm posting content for clients. And it's hard to like take time off because you're always on. If you're monitoring someone's social media feed and someone's got questions about where they can buy the product or they've had a bad experience that you want to address, it is like you're always staring at your phone. So I'm really kind of trying to figure out what that freelance life feels like. And I love the flexibility of it. Like I love that I can be sitting here looking at the lake and talking to you, but it's also still like something that I'm working through. So if any of you are freelancers out there and any of you have any tips about how to work this, I am really trying to figure out what that balance looks like. While we have been at the cabin for the summer, our daughter is also up here. She works at a camp full time. So I usually get to see her about one night a week. We've always had Sunday dinners at home. Uh, Kurt, his mother and me and my daughter when she's been home from college. So we've been having Sunday dinners up here. And generally, Sunday dinners are usually like we're grilling something. We make a lot of pizzas up here. We use it as a way to kind of clean out the refrigerator. And we've got a big garden this year. Last fall, my husband built a big garden for us. I want to say it's like eight feet wide and about 30 feet deep. You may have just heard him actually jumping into the lake. In any case, it's got like two long rows and then there's a row in the middle that we can pick from. And we've got arugula, we've got lettuce, we've got spinach, we've got beans, we've got uh, tomatoes, peppers, asparagus that we won't get any this year, but hopefully we'll get some next year, eggplant, radishes. We really have just like a traditional 
kind of uh, home garden and it's been so cool. I don't know why it feels so awesome to grow something from a seed. And then like, you know, three weeks later you go and it's something and you can eat it and cook with it. But it's been fantastic. I've always loved flower gardening and have always had big flower gardens and then done like some container gardening and I've always had herbs. But I'm telling you this like being a farmer thing, I could totally take to it full time. In any case, so we're up in Ely and we're working on the garden. I'm doing all the social media freelance stuff. My husband's working with his agent on his book and we bought a van over the winter. It's a 1972 Dodge Explorer and it's spelled X-P-L-O-R. And people think it's like an RV, but it's not. It's a literal van. In the back of it, it has a double bed. It has bathroom where it's got like a wand shower that you'd sit on the toilet. It does have a toilet. It has two like little counter seats and then a table, a sink, a stove, a little stove, and then the two front seats of the van. So when you're in it, you're literally driving in the van. It's not like you're pulling something behind. And we really gutted that thing and we've been restoring it all summer. So my husband's doing like all the windshield wiper motors and all the hoses and the toilets and all that stuff. And I have been cleaning it because it was just full of mouse poop, which I know sounds so gross. But cleaning it, getting the new cushions, getting carpeting in there. We tried to do like these laminate floors, but there were so many angles in there, it wasn't going to work. So we've been painting it, cleaning it, getting it all ready to go because this week or this coming weekend, we're going to Big Top Chautauqua. We're going to go to a friend's cabin in the van for the night. It'll be our inaugural journey. We're going to see Lyle Lovett. And then we are planning to take the van the whole month of September to California And that should be a really fun trip. Hopefully it'll be great. I've got everything sort of planned out. I'll be working along the way. We bought some kind of a booster so that I can still have access. We'll be doing some podcasts along the way. And hopefully the van will make it. It's got like 175,000 miles on it. But my husband says as long as like the motor's good and the tires are good, that it can go. So I'm sort of taking his word for it. And man, I hope so, because we've put a lot of money into fixing it up, but we'll just have to see. So September, we're going to be in the van on the road, um, doing a lot of podcasting and just posting content, I guess, hashtag van life. And um, we've had just a great summer so far. I wanted to just tell you like some of the things I've been cooking. So we have blueberries now that are coming up here. And usually when the blueberries come, we use them for pies, pancakes, muffins, we try to make things with them that are sort of fresh instead of using them for like shrubs and that sort of thing. So we've had blueberries. I'm kind of sad last June up here and at home in the Twin Cities, we had June berries or service berries. But honestly, neither the trees at home or up here produced a lot of berries this year. So I wasn't able to do that. I do have rhubarb up here and my friend Stephanie gave me some rhubarb. So I made rhubarb shrubs. We've also been doing a lot of paellas. We went to Spain um, for the first couple of weeks in June, we were in France, in the south of France, in the Languedoc region. We rented a houseboat and we were on the Canal de Moudi in that houseboat for a week. And then we went to Barcelona. And if you are looking for a place to stay in Barcelona, we stayed at this great place. They, It's this family and they had a restaurant on the first level. And then they had like six apartments up top, kind of in a row house format. And it's uh, Gaudi's Nest, G-A-U-D-I-S Nest. You can find it on Airbnb and you'd open up these French doors in the morning and you would be looking at the Sagrada Familia, which is uh, Gaudi is a famous architect that grew up in Barcelona. His impact can be felt all over the city and he's building this 
they call it a church, but it's way more than a church. It's like this gigantic monument to Christianity that he's been working on for 80 years. He died and left the plans. And they say it'll be done in 2020, which I'll be surprised if it is. But it is so cool, so beautiful, filled with the most gorgeous light. The sound in there is really incredible. And it's just like this monument to Christianity that he envisioned and he's been work- worked on his whole life. And now all these other craftsmen have been working on it. And it's just fantastic. I loved Barcelona so much. We took a paella making class there. So Kurt and I have made paella a couple times this summer. Also uh, uh, sangria. If you are entertaining in the summer, it's really easy. You just like take a bottle of white or red and you know, like a $10 bottle, not one that's super great, but not terrible. You cut up sliced fruit and put that in. And then you either add like brandy or you can add simple syrup or you can add orange liqueur. And it's just a really delicious way to have wine, but have it be a little more summery and a little more festive. So try that. I'm also totally obsessed with bootleggers, both the Tattersall kind, which is the vodka that's distilled with the lime and the mint in it that you just add soda water, or the bootlegger mix that you can find around town that's in a glass bottle. That is just delicious too. And I mix that up with some gin or some vodka and some soda water. I put it in pitchers so that when we have people over, everybody can have like a signature cocktail. And honestly, it's just been a great addition to the summer to have that, to have the bootlegger. And then the other thing I've been drinking a lot of is the Tattersall Blueberry uh, liqueur, which is really just a flavored vodka, but you find it in the liqueur section of the liquor store. And I've been using that mixed with gin for gin and tonics that are blueberry flavored. I actually made one for my mother-in-law last night just with the blueberry. She's 86, so she's concerned about getting too much alcohol because she doesn't want to fall. So for her, she said, she goes, oh, it almost tastes healthy, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, So that's what we've been doing this summer. And in the meantime, I'm thinking about fall because obviously the big van trip I am also thinking about going to Charleston this fall. My brother just moved there. So if you have any tips on Charleston, I know it's a great town to eat in. And I've actually been there once, but I think um, I will go back and visit him, which it's always different when you get to experience something with a local. And then in September, we're also going to Boston. My sister and I are going for four days on a quick trip. And then in August, if you guys are out there, Art in Bayfront Park is a fantastic art festival. It's owned by the same people that own the Stone Arch Festival, and I work on developing a culinary market up there. So we've got 25 culinary arts vendors that will be there all day Saturday, all day Sunday. I'll be there working and making sure everybody's having a great time. And then that Friday is a concert that is a benefit for the Boundary Waters. It's called Wild Waters. It's a Save the Boundary Waters concert where Atmosphere and Doomtree and Dessa are going to be playing along with Jeremy Messersmith and Lowe and Cloud Cult and just should be a super great concert and some of the proceeds are going to the Boundary Waters. So that will be Friday night, August 16th, if you want to join us up there. Otherwise, I'm going to sign off on Dishing on Stephanie's Dish. I promise I'll try to post more weekly. And if you are interested in this podcast, I would love it if you would subscribe. If you would also be interested in hearing about makers and maker stories, I have another podcast called Makers of Minnesota that you can listen to. And if you want to follow me on either of those, that's great. 
And I will be posting Dishing at Stephanie's Dish more regularly now that I'm back in the flow. Uh, Hopefully I'll give you a post every week. And it won't always be about food. Sometimes we'll just talk about things like the Emmy Awards. I was so excited that Game of Thrones, which I was obsessed with, and then they ruined the whole last season. Um, But they got 34 Emmy Awards, which is like a record. And that show was so groundbreaking just in terms of following a cast for so long and the secrecy with which they could keep the episodes from leaking and then kind of all the twists and turns that happened. I really did hate how the whole season ended up, but I thought the show was uh, fantastic and I hope that HBO wins some awards because it was pretty great. Um, So that is it for now. We will talk soon. Thanks. Thanks.